welcome, welcome all. Um, welcome Aaron to, um, here he is. You can see his booty. Um, welcome, welcome to another episode of Bells of the Brawl. Thank you, thank you for joining us. Hello Fryer and Brimstone. <laughs> this is us pulling the trigger. This is what, that's what we say when we pull the trigger um, to go live. So, <laughs> Hellfire and Brimstone, we are live. Um, so welcome, welcome. Who's, uh, Lena, bump your audio up. A little bump it up let's see i bumped the desktop audio a little bit so you should be able to hear her look at that hair that hair today lena is beautiful look at that bun. it's so long alexis <laughs> oh, alexis gosh. got her her signature hair looking oh, beautiful God. as beautiful, usual and let's let's him. let's take a moment to look at those teeth. <laughs> um, Alexis got her braces off today. After how many years? Two years. Yay! I literally got them off right, or got them on right before Nola. Yeah. Right, and that's like right around the time we all found each other. And I'm like telling these girls like, I'm about to get braces on right before we go to Mania. I mean, right before. Like, day, like I mean, it was like weeks before, days. right? Days? No, like days. Like, literally seven days before. Wow. Maybe not even. Yeah, it was, um, it was, and she was in pain during that trip, too. Like, but, listen, yeah. but if anybody yeah. can pull off braces, it's Alexis. Like, oh, yeah. come on. I saw the pics. Like, you, pics. you like, somehow made it so cute. So <laughs> well, cute. thank you. Um, braces, but make it fashion. People that I work with, a lot of people that I work with didn't even know I had braces. They are like, I was telling them, I, I, I eat off work because I have to get my braces off. And they were like, you've had braces this whole time. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just looked real good with them. Um, so you said that they need to bump my audio up. I am, let me see, it, but Lena's audio is okay, can someone confirm? I did turn the desktop audio up a little bit more. Check one, two, Lena in the Um. So yeah, we are continuing, I'm still messing with my camera, we are continuing our series of female creators in the community, um, I mean creators, wrestlers, uh, whatever. If you're a female and, and you're in the wrestling community, you're, you're welcome. So, um, Alexis is a brand influencer. She's a merch maven. She is the originator of the WrestleBay movement. She started, she is the reason that most of us have found each other. So I want to... I want her to talk a little about, oh, you guys know the, you guys know the structure. She's going to spend some time talking about herself. We're going to ask her some questions. While we'll, we are talking, you guys can leave whatever questions you have for Alexis in the chat. Um, and once we get real unprofessional at the end, um, we will answer your question. So Alexis, tell me your story. I know your, I mean, I kind of know your story, but like tell Tell the yeah, people tell your us. story. Tell me. Tell everyone. She may be a little frozen, guys. So if um, 
if she freezes, we will um, we will bear with her. Which is really yes. funny. Can y'all hear me? I yeah, can hear you can just hear you. fine now. You okay. just froze for just a second. Sorry, it keeps saying my connection's unstable, and I don't know why. Maybe because I live out in the country. <laughs> um, I literally started everything by accident. I've been I've been a wrestling fan since like early 2000s. I want to say like 2003-ish, like where I call myself a wrestling fan. Um, but I made a shirt. Some of you may know it. Um, it was, um, I feel like Taker on the front. And then it had this big like tombstone arch and it was like Undertaker's accomplishments. And it was like the dead man. Uh, this was like, what, three or four years ago, two or three years ago. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, how I found you. That's I how we became friends. By accident. So, well, I didn't make the shirt by accident. I made it shortly after Mania when Taker lost. And uh, I made it just a one-on-one -on -one for myself. Because at the time, my friend in Louisville, uh, he was making, I feel like, Gucci shirts Gucci, for Gucci Man, who I think at the time he was in jail still. Um, and about to come out. And so I, he already knew how to make the design. And I was like, can you make this shirt for me? And... I went and got it printed at a local t-shirt spot here. It cost me like $40 to get it printed for myself. Wore it to a Travis Scott concert, took a picture in it, and it went viral. And then people were under in the thread on Twitter, like, where do I buy this shirt? Can I buy this? Da, da, da. So a few weeks later, I was like, hey, we need to run this shirt. Like, people are going crazy. So we printed a few copies of it and started selling them. I think at the time, around the time it went viral, uh, Simone Johnson, who is The Rock's daughter, bought it, and she took a picture of it. She was probably, like, the first celebrity, celebrity, sorry, I have a list right now with these retainers. Um, she was the first celebrity to wear it, and then Sasha Banks wore it, and I sent, sent one to Summer Rae, Sasha, and... Stella, who is a former WWE makeup artist who now is with AEW, um, and they went on a girls' trip to Vegas and they wore it and they posted pictures in it, like literally kind of like a year later or a few months later after it blew up the first time. So after that, when Sasha posted the picture in it and tagged me, I went viral again. At the time, I had sold out of the original shirt, wasn't making it anymore. And so I had to like revamp the shirt and make it out and make it again and did that. Um, so <laughs> that is my claim to fame story. Um, my origin story, I literally found re wrestling by accident, flipping channels. Um, and I, it was right around uh, the John Cena and JBL feud and he was coming out and throwback Doctor of the economics <laughs> year. And I was like, who is this white man? In throwback jerseys, I was obsessed, and then literally from that day on, I started watching it myself on TV. Um, or whatever. And so I thought this whole time, that whole time before up until then, that wrestling was a video game. I did not know that it was a television show that came <laughs> on TV. I literally thought it was like Mortal Kombat or something that was just like made up as like from a video game. Um, until I found it myself on TV.
And now you've pretty much, I mean, you're working to make a career out of it. I mean, not only have you done some incredible things with your merch, but you're planning on training. So it's, it's really, I mean, it's, it's paved so many paths for you. Um, I mean, she went viral with this, this Undertaker shirt and I remember buying it and we, I mean, I bought it and then we didn't become like really close friends for a, a little bit, you know, after that, but you have released so many hitters. It's insane. Like every drop she drops is, I mean, it sells out. I've got one on today. Oh, um, this is probably my favorite. You did this oh, a lot. Uh, you did this around last. Like I think you did this around like Evolution, right? Yeah, it was because uh, I wore it to like, Evolution right before Evolution. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I yeah, because I wore this shirt um, while I was up for Evolution. So, you know, she's. I mean. I bought all of her merch, but <laughs> um, I mean, she's done like a sick Halloween. Uh, my my favorite is your Monster Mash rip that you I did. Love that one that is probably that the too. my favorite t You know that my favorite uh, one that you've done. But uh, tell us a little bit about what else you've cooked up as far as like merch for people. Tell us a little bit about Wally Mania, like you having your booth at Wally Mania. Yeah, so I, so through go, going viral, I've met like a lot of friends through that and just became like lifelong friends through wrestling and through my brand and having it. And even long after I retire from making t shirts, um, just based off WWE or whoever, I will still probably be making merch underground for people. It's just something that I always grew up wanting to be a fashion designer that's what I went to college for and I've always just loved clothes but I never imagined making wrestling merch for myself as my own brand it was really like a hobby to me an extra way to make money so I can go to wrestling shows um but I had followed Emilio and Kaz when they did the wrestle rap podcast together and literally just became a fan of them this is we, even way before I even had a brand before I went viral just we just became friends after they followed me back because we were just back and forth wrestling conversations and I'm a girl and it's very rare for girls to A like wrestling and then B be knowledgeable about wrestling especially me you think somebody that started watching wrestling or like in 2002 or 2003 that's like not really knowledgeable but kind of like Alex last week she was like she knew what wrestling was but she really went back and went and saw for herself and watched like the old, old school stuff. And that's really how I found Shawn Michaels. And I'm like, just like Alex, I'm obsessed with Shawn Michaels. Like he is the GOAT. There's no other number one. There is Shawn Michaels and then there's Ric Flair. And then maybe three will maybe be John Cena for me or Ted DiBiase. But can you tell that all my favorite wrestlers are flashy? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so, I love that. Um, <laughs> Kaz and Emilio from Wrestle Rap, I owe them a ton of, like, I just owe them my life as far as merch goes. So, WrestleMania New Orleans, um, what was that, 34? I can't remember numbers off the top of my head. Me neither. Is that 34? 
Who knows? Sounds sounds right. <laughs> sounds right. Yeah. Best, it feels like t- it feels that. like ten years ago. I know. It feels <laughs> so long ago. I like. Oh my god. So WrestleMania 34 went to New Orleans just as a fan. It's my first mania, first experience at a wrestling show for like at a pay per view that large uh, ever. And then this is also to my first time in New Orleans as a grown ass adult over the age of 21. <laughs> so also went out there to be lit. Um, so I went, that was my first Wale mania. The first day I got there, I literally dropped my bags down, started getting ready and <laughs> went to, actually I met up with the girls for a little bit. Then me and Aaliyah went and got ready and Aaliyah met up with me and we went to the Wale mania show. This, like literally, I, like I said, I went as a fan, so I paid a hundred dollars for a VIP ticket because um, I support my friends too, just like the, my friends support me. Like I'll pay for whatever you're you're selling. Like if it's dope to me, I'm always gonna support my friends because they supported me through so so much. Um, so I went to that, experienced it, and of course that was my first time meeting Kaz in person. I was actually with Kaz at lunch in New Orleans when he got the notification that he was going to be working for WWE when he got the WWE writer position, which is really cool. Like the first person he told, and like, this is just coming off of being friends with somebody off the internet. Like I tell people like the importance of the internet is so crazy, Mm -hmm. especially in wrestling culture. Like it's bigger than being a heel podcaster or whatever. And it's bigger than just being a personality on the internet. You can make really like, good connections and also to lifelong friendships through this shit and I don't play about any of the people regardless if I've met them over the internet or in real life I care so much about this community that I hate to see it crumbling the way it is right now due to assholes on the internet people with their heel opinions and Dude, whatever I'm, it's, you have it's fuck JD all day like, sucks and I don't even know who he is I don't either him. I wish Grimm's I had never toys, found out. Grimm's toys, well, whoever that Grimm's dude is. I had like, no idea. Oh my god, they just, like, there's, like, as much good there is in this community, there's so much poison as well, and we, as, first of all, we as females need to step up as leaders to weed that shit out of here. Mm-hmm. It's gotta get the fuck out. Yeah. Well, and that, that brings me to, I want to pull it back to you starting the WrestleBase series in your on your blog because I that is what that is not only the way that you and I became close it's the way that we have pulled in so many females into the community and you you started this like you we give you credit for this all day like and and I'm thankful that you know several years later that we've kept it going so tell us about the WrestleBase series um uh, we all know Miss Vanessa was the first uh, WrestleBase. Vanessa was my first one. <laughs> yeah. So tell us, um, tell us, you know, what obviously you wanted to give females a platform, but tell us a little yeah. bit about that. Yeah. Well, WrestleBase was like kind of like a little nickname that I gave myself. Of course, like before, I was like a full fledged internet wrestling nerd. I was selling sneakers at a Uh, boutique here in town and I was just known around town about being this sneaker bay I guess and so I flipped that really Mm -hmm. 
and turn that in. Oh, she froze. I froze again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dang, it's okay. it does. It, oh there my you God. are. It happens. Okay. It happens. Sorry. So, Russell Bay is any girl. Doesn't matter your color. Doesn't matter your size. Doesn't matter how long you've liked wrestling. If you've liked it for two minutes or 25 years, it doesn't matter. It's any girl that loves wrestling. And I'm talking about from top to bottom. You live and breathe this shit just like anybody else. Because I felt like, who gets the shitty end of the sick at the end of the day in this community? It's always the women. So I wanted to create a platform, kind of an outlet for girls to meet other girls that are also in this community that are not as well known, that may not have other friends that they know that they can travel to shows with. So I'm like literally showcasing girls from all across the United States. Uh, and sometimes outside of the United States to other girls that are either scared to come out and say they like wrestling or not really active in the community or really active in the community. Um, that's pretty much why I started it. I built this group of friends just off of liking wrestling and I wanted to show, hey, there's a group of girls out here that really like this shit and if you like this shit, we can all be friends. <laughs> Well, and because of that, we've been, we've all been friends for over three years now. We've traveled to several shows together. So, I mean, you, even if, I know you haven't done one in a long time, even if you never do one again, you accomplished what you needed to accomplish with that series. I mean, you brought so many females, not only our core group, but people like Lena, who mm-hmm. had stopped watching wrestling. And, yeah, that's what I was gonna you know, say. Uh, a lot of people know this, and me and Lena talk about this, is we had a, you know, our last podcast was about horror movies, and Lena didn't even watch wrestling. She watched it a little bit when she was a kid, but, mm-hmm. I mean, Lena, you, you only really heavily got back into it last year. Yeah, I mean, after hearing you talk about it and Eli talk about it, but especially you, I was like, Oh, another girl likes this. And that got me interested in it. And especially when I saw Kayla post the picture of the OG Wrestle Bays at WrestleMania, you know, with all the different personalities, you can relate to the, you know, different ones. And I was like, I can get into this and it's cool, you know, like, and it's, it's like mainstream now. And but. that's something that I owe. I owe to Alexis because if if Alexis had not started that series and if I had not met Vanessa, I would I would have felt alone. I I didn't know anybody. I was new to wrestling. I didn't start listening, you know, watching in until like 2013. So like when I got into it, I felt very very alone. I felt I felt like I I had no other female Mm -hmm. connections and yeah, like, I mean, I've been friends with guys my whole life, but that female to female connection just, it hits different. And when you find something in a male dominated industry, when you find a Mm -hmm. group of females in a male dominated industry, you want to hold on to that. And, and I can't, 
I mean, I gush about, I mean, these people, you know, these people are my friends. We were, you know, they're content creators, but they're also my friends and the people I love. I, I owe all of my friendships essentially to Alexis. <laughs> um, I mean, if you had not started, if you had not started That's that series, so we would not have all met up at Mania. Met Seth Rollins. <laughs> oh my God! The process of getting the Seth Rollins meeting tickets. It was like, I got my ticket. I got my ticket. They're on sale. They're on sale. Let's get them. Let's get them. I was like, Do I really? I because I'm not like a meet and greet person. Like, I like Kayla said last episode. Like she sees like these people as her peers. So I'm not like the type of the person to be standing in line you know, like a mark to meet these people. Cause like I said, like I see these people as my peers as well. Cause I'm right before the Corona happened, I was literally supposed to start training. So I can't be, I mean, of course it looks cool. Like looking back, if you do make it into the WWE and you have a picture with a wrestler, like way back in the day, but it's like, this is still kind of current. I don't want to be looking like a geek. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. the way. But it's yeah. crazy, though. What I was going to say is it's crazy because as passionate as Kayla is, Kayla talks like she's been watching wrestling for, like, literally 40 years. Like, you will be amazed that yes. she just started watching wrestling in 2013. Like, I was floored when she said that she had just started watching wrestling. And I was like, are you serious? Because you are, like, more passionate than the, like, most intense person that's been watching it all their life yeah well but i mean it's hard too. like she said though like if <laughs> it you is watch it's it hard and you're on the internet in 2013 and 20 you know 2013 and beyond up to 2018 when we met it's like people would attack like guys would attack you on the internet if you didn't know your shit about wrestling so that's really intimidating as a female to get ripped on the internet because it's like name uh Shawn Michaels' first five mm. matches, like, come on now, like, you don't have to quiz yeah. me like that. Just know I know my shit and I like what I like and keep it moving. Well, and but if you don't like, know, if you don't like, know, then who cares? A girl like, that can't handle that. Like, give people an opportunity to learn. You know, like male exactly. or female like i don't know everything there's so i'm not like there's alex so who is like a walking wrestling encyclopedia like my brain doesn't hold like my brain doesn't hold that information but like if people like don't dog people for not being super knowledgeable like i don't know everything you don't know yeah. everything like we you have not watched every second of wrestling over the past like 50 years a hundred freaking Nobody years has. Um, There's so much content out there that it's impossible to touch every. Like I'm pretty sure wrestlers haven't even watched uh, like that much yeah. content. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. You can't um, you can't you can't grasp that. Yeah. But and shout out to Hannah. Thank you so much. For <laughs> shirt. I actually have woo woo. a small over here in my pile of life so i will get that shipped out asap i promise yeah if you haven't checked out her merch um her website we'll drop this again at the end her website is um alexislittlefit.com she's still got a ton of designs up um and definitely check her out her merch is just absolutely incredible but i i want to talk to you about you know, we, we've talked about how you've basically changed the landscape for females in wrestling and, and brought so many of us together and given us so much confidence about being able to be passionate. And I mean, you know, two years ago, I 
I didn't have this. I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't make content. And now, you know, people like Alexis have inspired me to give my platform to other females and continue that chain. So what I want, I want to talk to you about who are your influences? We, you talked about, you know, you're, you're wanting to train, you're going to train, we're going to get out of Rona and you're going to train. Um, so talk to me about who, who are your influences? Um, who, what females really caught your attention? Um, when you started watching wrestling and, and who do you, do you see yourself? Like, obviously you're going to be yourself. You're not going to, be anybody else but who inspired you have you thought about move sets any tributes tell us a little bit about that theme theme music maybe yeah theme music <laughs> oh listen yes. it one thing i can tell you about alexis is that she has all this shit cooking in her brain i love it this woman it. one can put together an outfit better than anybody that i've ever met in my entire life <laughs> um she can put together an outfit she i mean her like if you've never seen her carmella cosplay like oh my god mind blown it was it was mind blowing it was oh god it was so good so yeah so tell us um tell us about who your influences are um i mean female and male but mostly female and, and who really inspired you to want to actually get out there and wrestle Woo, um, so many. Uh, of course, off the top of my head, the first female really was Mickey James. I fell in love with her because before she was Mickey James, her name was Alexis Lurie. And I was like, Mickey oh my James God, on my this channel. I can't believe <laughs> hey, yes. her name is Alexis. And she's amazing. And her DDT is fucking perfect. Like, I love, <laughs> I'm a Mickey James stan to this day. Like, if I met her, I would probably break down and cry. She lives um, in Nashville. Of course, I started watching in, like, the 2000s. She does live in Nashville, like, only, like, three hours away. I should stalk her. Um, <laughs> you got a no, place to sleep. Um, <laughs> off the top of my head, from the Mm -hmm. From the Diva search, Ashley Massaro, rest in peace, because she was the first, like, reality show, if you want to call it a reality show, Diva, um, that literally got a contract off of being herself. Like, that was so cool to me that she didn't have to be fake or change the way she looked. And then she also put her, her phone number on live TV, and I literally called that phone number every day after school. I was in middle school. I was like blown away that oh. this lady would put her phone number <laughs> we froze it's all right it's all right that's what battles for he can edit <laughs> that's right shout out to battle um last but i don't even i can't do last but not least i got jackie jacqueline i got jazz Mm -hmm. Crystal Marshall, Naomi, Alicia Fox, all the black divas, because as a black girl that young, watching a uh, white male dominated sport, I, I, you just can't forget those ladies and who, like, how tough it could have been for them, even now, still. Oh, yeah. It, it, I'm sure it has never stopped being tough. It, yeah. 
I just couldn't imagine, especially back in the day when Jazz and Jacqueline were throwing down because early 2000s, late 90s, you can't, there was not really that much, many black women on TV anyway. So, to, I know, how, I, I can't imagine how many opportunities they probably missed be, because they're a black woman and that just sucks to me. Um, and they are even more powerful that they still rose up to the occasion in each of their respective eras. So, and they are still kicking ass. They are still killing I'm it. Yeah, I'm ready for Naomi to have the belt. Just saying. My girl. Long overdue. Long oh, feel overdue. The glove. Feel Every, the everyone glove. that listens to this podcast listens to me <laughs> and know. Lena bitch about <laughs> Bianca and uh. Naomi. I'm like, yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> we're, we're not going to get into that conversation. We all, we all know how know. we all feel about it. Um, but it's just a fucking tragedy. It's just long overdue. Yeah. Um, but yeah. as females in the industry, I think that it's really important that people like you are changing it. They're, you're changing the landscape for not only women, but you're changing it for women of color as well. Um, and, and that's, I mean, even if you never train, make sure that you know that you had that and you did make a difference. And that's why, I mean, that's honestly like merch and everything, fire merch aside, that's why I wanted you on here is because you have, you're, I don't want to use the word trailblazer because it sounds so dramatic, but you have, I mean, you, <laughs> you've opened a lot of doors for people. You've inspired a lot of people and you've inspired a lot of women and I women of color to that. be vocal about their passion for wrestling. Um, you've, you've helped them be vocal. I mean, about a lot of things, cause we all know Lex is vocal and it's the best. She's a Southern woman oh, like yeah, me. She's a Southern woman like me, <laughs> and we don't shut our mouth. So <laughs> I think that's why we get along so well. So, um, so Lex, what is, tell us a little bit about who you're watching right now in the indies. Who are you watching on the main shows? Who, who, uh, who are your current, your current favorites that you're, you're keeping I've an been eye keeping on? I've been keeping my eye on B Bianca Belair. I feel like, um, she, it's the it's the black girl effect in WWE. I call it. Um, <laughs> yes, she's, can be, we, you, we talk you about can be she the most has the it factor. Person. She has the it you factor is what she has. Person, but still not get your opportunities, and that's crazy to me. Mm -hmm. That yeah. you see what happened, to Naomi. It took her what five, know. six, seven years to get a championship, and mm -hmm. hopefully, we don't have to see it take that long for her to be on the main roster to get her championship, but. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to hold my breath. Nope. I don't think anybody is. I'm not going to hold my breath. Yeah. Are you watching anybody on the yeah. indies right now? So. Yeah. But, uh, I haven't really watched much indie wrestling. I really want to get into the Josie wrestling just because of what transpired last week. Um and get into oh, yeah. more of the female Japanese wrestling. But I I haven't really yeah, been watching indie. I haven't here. really been watching AEW. I watched NXT for the first time since they debuted on USA yesterday. And it was kinda crazy. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It's just nothing without the fans, 
it, nothing's really sparking for me. Like it just the fans really yeah. add that much more intensity to whatever's going on. Like, Unless you're big swole, then you to, threaten everybody and fight try and try to, to find know, everybody in the, the middle of the show. With having NXT talent in there. I know. I love her. I love She's her so, so great. much. Dude, she, <laughs> so great. she is, I mean, yes. Alexis and I both know her. <laughs> And she is, I mean, she's, she's really about that life. She is. I mean, and she's, she's really just as life. incredible as, <laughs> as you would expect her to be. Like she is oh, just, she seems amazing. she is one of, uh, one of my absolute Especially, favorite like, people. When she was, I think it was double, I guess it was double or nothing. She and Sunny Kiss looked like they were going to get into something like they were scheming something together. I and I'm wish. like, I love them together. I wish <laughs> I would, I would pay but for that to be a tag personalities. team. I would pay for that I'm to be a tag it. team. Um, it's, uh, it's funny oh that you, oh, they were so great. They too. were so great. It's funny that you mentioned Joshi wrestling so because I do want to, um, I do want to, I'm trying to find, I had a match of the week. We actually had a, um, Twitter suggestion, of a match of the week. So while we're talking about Joshi wrestling, I want to pull that up. And for some reason I can't find it. Um, but it was a Kana versus Hikaru Shida match. Um, I'll, if I can find it for some reason, Lena, I think it was mm -hmm. on your Twitter as well. Um, I retweeted it, but for some reason I cannot find it now. Um, Twitter has somehow eaten my tweet. Um, but the, uh, I think it was like from 2014, um, uh, it was, yeah, it was Asuka who, when she was Kana, um, yep. versus Hikaru Asuka Shida, but I cannot find it. So I don't know if the person that suggested it deleted the tweet. I was going to shout them out. Unfortunately, for some reason, um, I can't find it. So sorry. Um, uh, but yeah, if you just Google Kana versus Hikaru Shida, that's going to be your match of the week. Um, Go watch some Joshi wrestling. Um, Alexis. Yes, yeah, so um, thanks for sending that. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I can't pull up the Twitter name. Uh, if you're listening to this, you know who you are. Thank you for the suggestion. Um, I don't know where your tweet went, so I'm sorry. Um, Alexis, <laughs> this is a part of the show where we... Um, it is ladies' choice, so if you have anything that you want to speak on, any matches, any wrestlers that you are passionate about, that you want to talk about, um, this is your platform to give us your socials, um, talk about whatever you want to talk about. While we do this, um, chat, please field your questions for Alexis. We'll take a short break after um, she uh, has her her final time, and then we'll shoot the shit. So, um, Alexis, the floor is yours to round out the episode. Say whatever you want to say. Um, drop your socials. Plug what you need to plug. Um, and we will take a small break. Hey, my name is Alexis Littlefoot. You can follow me at Young Littlefoot on all platforms. Y-U-N-G, because I'm ghetto. Um, I just want to say, I, first of all, I just want to applaud every single wrestler that is a talent that's in the indies, that's 
in the WWE, AEW, whatever, that is speaking up on the situation that's happening in Minnesota right now. Like, back in the day, I honestly believe that no, none of our favorite wrestlers would be speaking on this moment had this happened in the early 2000s, mid-2000s, and now we are here in 2020 and we're finally getting our favorite wrestlers speaking up. Shout out to Titus O'Neil, shout out to Naomi, uh, Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, um, even Natalia Neidhart says something. You know, we are nothing if we don't have any allies in this shit. So if you're not an ally and you have a rebuttal to what's going on and you have a rebuttal to somebody saying Black Lives Matter, fuck you. Because for to say all lives matter and to to have a rebuttal to, oh, well, he was doing this and she was doing this and there was, it's irrelevant. Nobody should have to lose their life over signing a bad check. Nobody should have to lose their life over being in the bed and police coming and banging down your door at 8 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, firing a weapon at you because they had a police search warrant. Like, that happened in Kentucky, my state, a state that I live in. It's ridiculous. And I've lived in Kentucky pretty much all my life. I've lived other places, too. This is one of the racist states in America. And to say that, and there's still racism in Minnesota, there's still racism in New York, one of the mo- most diverse states in America, ridiculous. So if you are part of this community and you are not an ally, then what the fuck are you doing? Because this this community, this wrestling community is a melting pot in itself. So how can you not respect other races and be a wrestling fan? Period. Period. That's all I gotta say. And simmer on that all you want to. To round, ra- well, uh, yeah, I mean, simmer on it. To round it out, um, a quick personal story. I spent my entire morning having a panic attack and crying over this situation, and I chose to reach out to a person of color and have an open conversation of what I could do. Um, One thing that I wanted to do tonight and that I want to do in the future, unfortunately, it's user error and I haven't quite figured it out yet, is um, there is a charity function, I believe now as an affiliate, I can set up a charity function. And I do want, I want to, the Minnesota bail thing, if I can somehow set that up for next stream, I want to set that up. But I can only urge people that if you do not understand the struggles of a person of color in any industry, that I urge you to have the open conversation with someone that you, I had it with a basic, I mean, a stranger. I mean, someone that I know on Twitter that happened to be up while I was crying at eight o'clock this morning and had an open conversation with me, made sure that I stayed educated and that I knew how to support the black community. So I urge everyone, if you are not a person of color and you do not understand, have the conversation. Educate yourself. Be open and listen and stand behind the people that you love. Um, we have that's what we have to do. We have to, we have to protect each other. Um, so, yeah, we're gonna end it on that. Shit is is fucked up right now, um, and yeah. we're gonna use this platform to make sure that we are supporting each other, supporting females, supporting people of color. If you don't like it, don't listen. Um, so, uh, Lena, drop the socials. 
And then we're gonna we're gonna yeah. turn off uh, the professionalism. Yes, you can find me at Lena Delbeer on Instagram, and I'm tweeting more. Have you she seen? She is. Her? I'm so proud. I'm so proud. I'm getting these crazy thoughts out onto Twitter. Yeah. So at Lena Delbeer on Twitter. What about you, Kayla? I am the Sheenom. T H E S H E N O M. Like the Phenom. But she, because I'm a lady. Um, the Sheenom on Twitter, the dot Sheenom on Instagram, the Sheenom on Twitch, where you are currently. Um, if you are, are watching this, uh, we are on Twitch. If you are listening to this, you should be joining us every Thursday, maybe Saturday, depending on who we have, um, at Twitch TV, uh, twitch.tv backslash forward slash whatever i never remember uh the sheenom we have started to stream these episodes we're having guests on every week females creators wrestlers in the wrestling community um giving everyone uh, a, as much of a platform as we possibly can so um we uh, are also at battleground podcast on instagram and battleground ihr on twitter so please Give us the follow. Um, if you are here, thank you for being here. If you do not mind to follow, that would be um, great. We are producing. You don't have to watch me play video games, but please join us every Thursday. Come talk to us. We'll have some good people on here to talk about what's going on and their place in the community. So thank you so much. Uh, that's the podcast. Yay. Yay. Um, Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Battleground Podcast. Make sure you give it five stars and a nice review. To stay up to date with the show, follow them at Battleground Podcast on Instagram.